Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? And of course, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. And we'll talk about a little bit about that Built Bar later on. But first off, let's discuss all the news that's been happening in the last 24 hours or so. You know, I've been complaining. It's no secret if you're a frequent listener of this show. I have been complaining to absolute no end about, I guess, the quietness that the NHL has has shown where the non, you know, there, there hasn't really been any really concrete news thus far in terms of what, you know, up until this point, really, of, you know, what, what the NHL plan to do. And, you know, it seemed like they ramped up things. This kind of came out of nowhere. You know, I think... Um, a lot of people realized once the league made the announcement that Commissioner Gary Bettman was going to just uh, make an announcement. I th- I think not only I but uh, most hockey fans kind of knew something concrete was coming. You know the the NHL, un- unlike uh, the NFL or the MLB or the NBA, they're not the kind of league that really goes out of their way to make a lot of statements consistently in terms of you know they're not going to make all these constant announcements about all these big things you know but when they do it you know they i think they're the more reserved kind of league i when i spoke to eric erlinson a couple shows back uh we discussed how you know it seemed like the league was kind of waiting and waiting um and they didn't want to get ahead of themselves and then you know just make certain plans that you know weren't exactly going to possibly come into fruition. So I guess, you know, they kind of played the waiting game. And of course that, you know, works in their favor. So the announcement, of course, uh, let me get right to it. Uh, Top 12 teams in each conference based on points percentage will resume play as where all those other teams, unfortunately, your season is now over. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I would, I would hate for if the lightning were in a situation to where they kind of, we're the odd man out in this scenario, you know, good thing for they're fortunate enough that, you know, they're not that team. They're going to be able to continue the season. Uh, they, they played obviously well enough where I, you know, we, nobody was sweating, but I'm sure, you know, those teams that, you know, the 25th team, uh, that kind of got left out. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately I, I would hate to be a fan of those teams. Uh, you know, especially, you know, I'd hate the lightning to do that, but we don't have to worry about that. But yeah, that's just an unceremoniously way to have your season end. But yeah, so training camps won't open before July 1st. Each conference will be assigned to a hub city. Uh, looks like they're going to have two cities as their hub cities. I think that's pretty smart. Um, you know, it would be kind of weird to have two cities uh, for each conference. Now, you don't want teams going all back and forth. You want to limit these teams... Uh, and the personnel that are traveling with them, because I believe they're only allowed up to 50 personal personnel per team, uh, they will, you know, you don't you don't want to have all these people traveling, risking, you know, their health and all that stuff. Top four teams in each conference will participate in a round-robin play to determine seeding. Uh, first and second round, best of five or best of seven. And then the conference finals and the Stanley Cup finals, of course, best of seven. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of things coming out, a lot of interesting details i really don't mind the first and second round being a best of five if it really comes down to it 
I discussed on past episodes that, you know, leading up to this, that, yeah, I mean, you really want to see them play seven, you know, the hockey purist. I mean, yeah, you want to see all these games go seven, but the league has stated many times they don't want to have the circumstances that the sleep that, you know, the, the NHL is currently under with the pandemic, of course, uh, inhibit the timetable for next season. So, uh, I would, I wouldn't really mind five, you know, and plus I think, for especially, you know, I'm kind of the person, I'm sure if you've listened to the show by now, I'm kind of the person where I assume the worst and wish for the best later. So I I think that the one thing, and I'm sure it's not going to be the lightning, of course, it's going to be every single team because, I mean, there's no team, you know, it's everyone's on the same timetable here. It's not like one, it's not like where you have the regular um, schedule where maybe one team will have not as grueling a, ske- a schedule uh, to wind down the season where another one may be. So, but every, whereas now everyone is going to be kind of on the same playing field in terms of schedule wise. Uh, but the thing that's going to kind of inhibit, you know, kind of play factor. Uh, and I stated on my past episode, if you haven't gone listen to that, go ahead and listen to it. That a lot of these teams, you know, what's the big thing that you need to have in hockey? no matter what level that you're at, and that is chemistry. And I think that's going to play factor. Yeah, granted, these guys have played with each other all year, but, you know, the season stopped in March, and they're probably not going to replay or restart the season until maybe, I guess, mid-July, maybe end of July. Uh, So, you know, it takes a while to get back to shake off the rust. Yeah, granted, these guys are going to be going to involuntary workouts starting June and then training camps in July. But, you know, it's, it's, it's different. It's kind of a different scenario, I guess, in a different, you know, if you look at this, these guys are going to be playing against each other. They're not going to be playing against different opponents up until, you know, when the playoffs start. So yeah, it's going to maybe take, I think after for a lot of teams, especially the very good ones, I mean, all these teams are, you know, very good teams. Let's, you know, as much as I want to resist the letting in the extra teams into the playoffs, and we'll go over that in just a bit about, some, you know, how I feel personally about some of these teams, especially in the Eastern Conference, and, you know, how this may affect the Lightning uh, in general going the road is obviously, you know, they're going to try and capture the cup this year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just all these teams are going to, I think after game one, of every game, I think it's going to be fine uh, in terms of the chemistry. I think you're going to maybe see some mistakes that you didn't really see in the middle of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just one of the things where it's these teams are, it's going to take some time for these teams to kind of shake the rust off. You know, it's these players for my knowledge, who knows, maybe some of these players have been skating uh, when they haven't been supposed to on lockdown, but I mean, these guys haven't really been on the ice. You know, uh, I think Connor McDavid said it best about maybe a couple of months ago that, yeah, you could you could work out at home, you could shoot the puck as many times as you want, but the big factor is that you you still need to skate, and that's going to be the biggest obstacle coming back. And he's absolutely right about that. Um, I think that you know, as unfortunate it was as this whole scenario has been thus far, and I've said it repeatedly, is I think this was the best thing for the Lightning. I think that. Going into the playoffs now in July, having all this time off. Yeah, there's going to be rust, but so is every team going to have that same problem. 
But I think that this is the best team, best thing for this team, just because you know they had a lot of banged up players. They had a lot, you know, uh, a small number of guys struggling. Uh, Vasilevsky kind of looked worn out to some extent uh, mentally. Um, some of the, he didn't look as confident out there as I thought he normally does. But um, this, yeah, this time off is best is definitely the best thing for this team, and I think that. Uh, I mean, Vegas thinks so too. They have the second best odds to win the cup. So I think that this team is going to be super dangerous going into the playoffs. And uh, I tweeted it the other day on Twitter. And if you don't follow me, go ahead. Uh, I don't tweet that often as much as I like to, but uh, definitely going to start tweeting a little bit more. Uh, I think, you know, go to uh, AP Danker, D-N-K-E-R on Twitter. And of course, follow the Locked On Lightning Twitter page at L-O underscore Lightning. Um, I tweeted uh, the other day saying that these these round robin games that determine seeding for the top four in each conference. I Lightning fans, I'm telling you right now, and I'm personally not going to. I don't think sitting at home. Obviously, you want to see how this team plays uh, in those games. Obviously, you're kind of measuring up as to how the other top three teams in the conference are. But at the same time, I mean, the all these are are tune up games. I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, seating really. I mean, seating in the playoffs doesn't really matter. If, if you look at the playoffs every year, if you've been fo- close, closely following the playoffs every year, regardless uh, if you know if you've been f- if the Lightning are in it for as long as I can remember, uh, you know they these are seating doesn't matter because you'll see teams with the AFC go in and make long cup runs. I mean, it happens every year. You'll see teams upset other teams. It's it's the equivalent uh, in professional sports, I think, to March Madness. You see upsets galore all the time in, in the NHL playoffs. So that's definitely something that I want, you know, Lightning fans to kind of look at these games as is that, yeah, would it be would it be nice to see this team capture the, the number one overall seed? Yeah, sure. That'd be great. I would love that. I mean, that would, that would kind of make me a little bit more confident in this team. Not that I already am, but, you know, it would kind of add a little boost to the team, especially to, you know, the players coming back just from such a long layoff to get some, you know, three wins. But I think that, you know, going to get these teams, they're probably going to go probably, I would say maybe two and one, which is not the end of the world. If they lose the game, it really isn't, but that's just the way it is. I mean, these are just tune up games. These are just think of it as preseason games. Obviously I don't think the players are going to take it as such. I mean, they're going to go out there and obviously shake off the rust after such a long layoff. But yeah, I wouldn't take too much stock because the real prize is the team, whichever team they play after the seating is finally settled down and, you know, you have those playing games. So, I mean, that's the way you got to look at it. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, you know, uh, if they go two and one or they go oh and three, it's not the end of the world because at the end of the day, you're still in the playoffs. You're, you're still going to play a team and you're still going to have as equally good a chance at winning the cup as you did before. So you know what they also have a good chance at also getting? A Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is, in my opinion, one of the best uh, protein bars out there. Uh, I, I live a very active lifestyle, obviously, now with things going on. But in normal times, I like to go to the gym. I like to go out and play some hockey, you know, stuff like that uh, when I can. And I've tried all the protein bars, you know, that Cliff Bars, all that, you know, the, that garbage and all that. But Built Bar is number one. I've had all that stuff. And, you know, my favorite is the Toffee Almond. These things are absolutely incredible. Uh, I definitely recommend them to anyone. Um, Toffee Almond is my favorite. Uh, I heard they're coming out with a new one. It's called Cookie Dough. Definitely got to get my hands on that. They also have a, uh, a blueberry one coming out as well as it looks like a pineapple one. Uh, chocolate and pineapple, 
hey, I've never had it before. Definitely going to try it because, hey, anything this company comes out with, any type of bar, it's definitely, you know, I'm going to trust that it's the best because, I mean, they could do no wrong. And so go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, you'll get $10 off your first order. So let's take a, a gander, if you will, at some of these matchups that the Lightning, you know, some of these teams that the Lightning could potentially run across. So obviously with the top four teams, you know, yet to play a round robin games, you know, we're just going to go five to 12. So the number five seed uh, is the Pittsburgh Penguins. They will be facing off the, the number 12 Montreal Canadiens and the winner will face the number four. Uh, the number six Carolina Hurricanes will play against the number 11 seeded New York Rangers. Winner will face the number three seed and the number seven seed New York Islanders will face against the number 10 um, Florida Panthers. The winner will face the number two seed. And the number eight Toronto Maple Leafs will face against the number nine Columbus Blue Jackets winner to face the number one seed. Now, most likely, now I'm just going off the standings um, and just, you know, just how I think things are going to shape up in the round robin. Most likely, the Lightning will play the winner of the Islanders Panthers. I think just because, I look at it this way, yeah, would we like I said a little bit before? Would we love to see this team go three and zero out of the gate? Yeah, of course. But I think that it's a realistic expectation right now that you know you you expect to have for what's going on and everything. You know, just a long layoff. I think, yeah, I think the the lightning. Plus, I've also been, I think, for maybe the last two weeks, I've kind of been throwing the idea out at you guys and and gals that I really want to see the lightning play a all Florida playoff game against the Panthers. So I think that's just wishful thinking. I think the Panthers could beat the Islanders, but who knows? Maybe the Lightning will go out there, they'll get the the top seed, and they'll play the Maple Leafs and the Blue Jackets. It would also be nice to see, you know, if the Blue Jackets could beat the Maple Leafs, it would kind of see, be good, nice to see the Lightning uh, get some revenge on the Blue Jackets after what happened last year. Or, you know, who knows? Uh, when I said before about this could be a possible... Uh, March Madness scenario like playoff uh, where, you know, you see upsets all the time. Who knows? Maybe the Montreal Canadiens will upset Pittsburgh. I don't see that happening. And if the Lightning get the number four seed, they could possibly play the Canadiens, which I mean, I don't think that the Canadiens are in the same weight class as the Lightning. I would be shocked if the Canadiens didn't get swept by the Penguins. Now that's, you know, that's just how I feel. I saw, you know, in all the times I've watched Canadians play this year and just some of the highlights I've seen also in passing and just looking at their roster, I don't expect them to beat the Penguins. You know, I, this, that's a seasoned team. You know, they, they have Sidney Crosby, one of the best players on earth. And the cast of all those other guys that they've had, you know, some of the most of those guys were on those teams when they won the cup. So, I mean, would it be nice to see a little story like that where you could possibly see a number 12 seed, uh, you know, make it past the first round. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to happen or one of the lower seeds is going to win. It's just going to bound to happen. That's just the way, you know, it sometimes happens in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, lower seed will, you know, maybe get off to a fiery start, catch one of those teams, you know, that they wouldn't expect to, to lose those on these teams. I mean, I could definitely see the Rangers being the Hurricanes. You know, that's, that's a young team who has shocked a lot of people this year. Uh, that's a team, like I said before, that's probably the one team I think I would not want to have a lightning play against just because just the way they're so fast. They're so aggressive. Um, I would assume the only, I think the only thing that would kind of play in the lightning favor is that I would assume if they do play New York, um, 
I would imagine Henrik Lundqvist is in that. And I don't know how many of you have watched any Ranger games this year, whether it was against the Lightning or not. Uh, Hank is not looking like his usual self. Uh, obviously, you know, age is starting to catch up to him, and he's only got so much left on the tank. Uh, so, yeah, I think that the Lightning would easily, not easily, because, uh, you know, you never want to take anything for granted, especially in the game of hockey. Uh, I don't know how many times I have to run, remind you guys about what happened last year, about how the Lightning took things for granted. But, yeah, I mean, I think they could overwhelm Hank, but the guy behind him, actually the two gentlemen behind, behind him on the bench, uh, Igor Sesterkin and Alexander Yorgev, if any of those goalies are in net, other than Lundqvist, and they get hot, the Lightning, especially with some of the issues that the Lightning have had this year, uh, it's going to be a very frustrating series for the Lightning and Lightning fans. I just think that that's the one team. I think that they stack up better than, you know, against, I would rather, and I know this sounds crazy, uh, I would rather have the Lightning, if it meant not playing the Rangers, if it came down to whether, you know, the Lightning had to win one last game or lose one last game, to I guess if they were down to you know if they were playing let's say they're playing the Capitals right and the winner loser of that determines the three and four seeds um, I would rather have the Lightning lose and fall down to four to play the winner of Pittsburgh and Montreal which would most likely be Pittsburgh uh, like I said I mean who knows crazier things have happened so yeah I mean if um, I I wouldn't want to play the winner I wouldn't want to risk playing. New York. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that Carolina is going to fold against New York. Carolina is still a very good team as well. You know, the, uh, the Rangers still have to, you know, get past Carolina. But I think that if you look at some of these matchups, um, the, the potential matchups, uh, I think that other than the Rangers, I think the Lightning are pretty evenly stacked. I think they could definitely, uh, you know, with little trouble, get past the Islanders. Um, they could. I would love to see a Panthers uh, matchup. I don't know how realistic of a scenario that would be. Uh, the Islanders are good, but then again, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm going to repeat this until the games start. All these teams are going to start on even playing field uh, or playing ice, if you want to call it that. So yeah, I mean, it's just and even Toronto and Columbus. Um, you know, I I think that during the regular season, regardless of how well you know hurt this team was and you know the issues that they had to deal with on a nightly basis i still think that uh they looked very well they played very well against this toronto maple leafs team uh, i think that you know especially a healthy lightning team could definitely um could definitely get past uh the maple leafs in a best of seven series i mean if they're playing best of five i think that the the lightning could beat this Leafs team in four games, um, maybe five if it really goes to it, obviously. But I think three or four, well, yeah, I think, yeah, three or four, I think they could beat the Leafs, Blue Jackets. I would love to see them sweep the Blue Jackets. I mean, I think I'm not the only Lightning fan that, that thinks that. If they play the Blue Jackets, I want them to sweep those guys. I don't only want them to sweep them, but I want to blow them out in every game. I want them, I want four nothing shutouts every game. Vasilevsky gets hot at the right time because that, how much, how much of an ego boost would that would be for this team to, to possibly get the number one seed, uh, regardless if they go undefeated in the round robin play, get the number one seed, end up playing Columbus 
sweep them, not only sweep them, but drop four to five goals on those guys after what happened last year. I think that, you know, these guys will be pretty cocky, but in a good way uh, going forward in the playoffs. So, I mean, but like I said, you know, we, we still got to get through voluntary workout, involuntary workouts as well as, uh, as you know, the, the, the training camps. You know, we still got a long ways to go. The league is obviously still, um, you know, figuring out some things with testing, of course. Uh, I'm curious. And they're also discussing, you know, they're still, they, we still have no idea where they're going to be playing these games. Because remember, you know, we still got to worry about to the, the hub cities. But like I said, yeah, I mean, I would love, I think, it, you know, the more I talk myself into it now, I think I would want to see this Lightning team, regardless of how many team uh, games they win in the round robin play. I would love to see them get the number one seed so they could get, you know, some payback against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, yeah, I, I think that's it. I think I've talked myself into it after preaching to you guys, the listeners, for weeks about how I wanted the Lightning to play the Florida Panthers. I've decided that I want them to shoot for the number one seed, play Columbus, and just absolutely blow those guys out of the building and send them home so they can watch the Lightning just go on a streak and – you know, so you know, I think that would be a statement uh, series for them. You know, they get they now the other teams will be looking at the Lightning like, whoa, like, you know, this this team's hot. They're playing with a lot of emotion out there. So yeah, let's let's shoot for the number one seed and let's play Columbus. So now that we've talked about all the scenarios in the playoffs as well as you know the brackets and you know how how things are kind of going to shape up, as well as what kind of team this is going to be and you know what my sort of Christmas in July list is going to be in terms of who I want the Lightning to play. The real question, and this is the only question that the league hasn't answered, so, and granted, yes, they, they gave me the answer I wanted in terms of, you know, when things are going to return. But here's the one thing that I don't think is going to make a big deal unless you're a fan of any of these teams. Um, unless, you know, one of the teams that is the Lightning are playing are playing in, this, in these cities. Where are these games going to take place? Now, we the, 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 the number of how many pot cities over the last month or so has gone up, gone down, gone up. Uh, I, I guess it was just, you know, people were throwing out numbers. You know, I guess the NHL first thought, you know, we're going to do this in nine cities or eight cities or whatever the number originally was. And then they realized, okay, let's, let's, let's bat, take, it, take it back a little bit, realize, you know, but that can't be reasonable with everything that's going on. We we still got to figure this out. We want it, We don't want to have these guys traveling all over the country, all over the continent, let alone that, um, risking possible. You know, not only contracting the virus, but also spreading it. Because you know that 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 would just. I think that that's smart to just have two hub cities. I think eight or nine is just kind of a recipe for disaster. I think kind of keeping both conferences. Um, hopefully, they're going to do it in a way where. At least the hub cities, the two hub cities, because how they're going to do it, obviously, the Western Conference is going to play in one city, and then the Eastern Conference is going to play all in one other city. I, I would think that the most logical thing to do is kind of have these two hub cities, um, you know, not on opposite sides of the continent, kind of have it them sort of close in the vicinity of each other. And I, I would assume that the way to kind of equal it out for not only the north the, the the united states fans but also the canadian fans is kind of have it maybe one hub city in the united states and the other in uh 
in Canada. So, I, I mean, I don't know what their plans are. Of course, we're just going to have to sit here and find out. But, yeah, I mean, let's just look at the cities. So, it's Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. Now, if I had to guess, I would assume, I mean, granted, I haven't been to some of these cities, so I'm not entirely sure how spread out the facilities are, how logical it would be to have 12 teams playing there. Um, so I, I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I would assume, you know, one of the Canadian cities are in play in terms of a host city. Um, I would imagine if I had to put money on it, I would say maybe Vancouver, Edmonton would probably be in the running for one of the, I guess, one of the pot cities for the Western Conference. Uh, that would probably be more of a realistic choice because, I mean, from people I've spoken to, Vancouver and Edmonton, they do have the facilities. Uh, they're very spread out in terms of, you know, not not everything's going to be on top of each other. So that is something to really consider there. Uh, so I guess the real question is where are the Lightning going to be playing out of? Now, I would imagine the cities that are obviously in play is Pittsburgh, Toronto, uh and probably Chicago or Columbus. Now, having said that, I would imagine um, if for some reason the NHL doesn't go with Vancouver or um, or Edmonton for the Western Conference, I would imagine probably most likely they would, like I said, they probably want to even it out to kind of make it fair in terms of, all right, Canada got one one uh, pot city and then the United States got the other. I guess probably the most logical uh, cities for Eastern Conference would probably be Pittsburgh and probably Toronto. Um, that's the only way I see it. I think that, yeah, I think, I mean, who knows? Imagine how crazy that would be if, unfortunately, the Lightning do not make it. You know, uh, they do get eliminated at some point. And then after all these years... The Maple Leafs do win the cup, but and it's hosted in Toronto, but nobody could get to the game. Uh, that would be pretty unfortunate for them, but yeah. So I guess I mean then again, with me just you know stirring the pot here, of course. Uh, like I said previously, I would love to see the Lightning kind of play. I guess I would, yeah, I would love to see them play uh, Columbus. And imagine how great would that be? Uh, granted, there's going to be no. You know, no fans in the stands. I mean, the fans are out of the question at this point. Uh, maybe if the NHL gets approval and maybe they'll have half capacity at the Stanley Cup Finals, we'll just have to wait and see how that shapes up going forward. But, yeah, I think that how great would that be if the, the Lightning were able to not only play the, the Blue Jackets, but also play them in Columbus and sweep them the way, you know, that we would all like them see swept. And that's obviously, you know, pretty much a blowout every night. So, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. Like, you know, like everyone else, uh, unfortunately, we have to wait for these round-robin games. I would be, I guess it would be kind of cool if they just did some, like, in, instead of the round-robin, which I don't mind, um, that's obviously to get more people into it as well. You know, they at least they don't have these. And like I said before, Lightning fans should just be looking at this as nothing more than warm-up games, just as kind of preseason games. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, we want to see them obviously get the best record so they can get, you know, their revenge against Columbus. But yeah, I mean, 
We'll just have to wait. I, I would actually like to see maybe if they didn't do round robin, do uh, kind of a lottery thing, or I don't know. I don't know how it would work. Um, I guess round robin's the most logical way. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to pick right now, uh, I would say probably Edmonton and Columbus as the two cities. I really don't care. But if I'm the commissioner, now here's the question. I would obviously want the two cities uh, close in the vicinity of each other. So I guess the most logical thing, if I'm having my commissioner's cap on right now, I would have to say it would probably be Chicago and Columbus. Uh, just for the sake of argument, you know, we want to keep things close together. So when the Western Conference Finals wraps up, when the Eastern Conference Finals wraps up, obviously, you know, unless these two teams are going to be traveling back and forth, I don't see that. I would imagine maybe they're going to do a scenario where eventually they're going to pick. I guess they'll do, if I were, you know, if I were the commissioner, what I would do probably is have Vancouver is one of the host cities, or Edmonton. Really doesn't matter for the Western Conference, like I said. Uh, Eastern Conference, Columbus, and then I guess Chicago is where they play the Stanley Cup Finals. Because obviously you don't want these two teams. Are they going to do it like that? Or are they just playing it by by year where you know they're going to see how things shape up by the time the Finals come and maybe say, all right, it's safe enough now to where we're going to have these two teams fly back and forth with each other. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to just have a neutral, you know, a hub city, of course, um, to play out the Stanley Cup Finals. Then again, who knows what's going to happen from now until when they get up to that point. Like I said, they don't even start training camp until July. So I would imagine maybe they do two weeks, two, three, maybe four weeks, a whole month of training camp. And then... They could possibly start playing in August, which would be kind of awesome. Like I said, I'm a big fan of summer hockey. I kind of wish that, you know, maybe the league kind of looks at this and says, well, you know what? Uh, we have to contend with football and the NBA, you know, when hockey season's on. Usually, why don't we go after the summers? Why don't we take the summers back? Because baseball is losing, you know, its fanship. And that's just the way it is. A lot of fans are kind of getting away from baseball. They don't want to play the, they don't want to pay the high prices for slow pace games and that's just you know unfortunately that's just the way it is so why don't the hockey should take advantage of that so maybe after this season maybe they'll discuss it with the, the player association then again i don't see a scenario uh where the player association would actually would let say to their players why don't we why don't you give up your summers so you could play um you know i don't know if the players would be really down for that giving up their summers and changing up their whole schedule who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. I don't see it really making a big difference. I think they will get a lot of viewership once uh, once play resumes. Then again, who knows? We'll see uh, what the NBA is going to do and what's the story with baseball. So we'll just have to sit tight. Yeah. So that's you know that's it's a lot of even though we got a lot of answers the other day, we still have a lot of what ifs and a lot of questions that, to ask and need answered. So yeah, we're just going to sit and watch. Uh, and if you want to find out more about that, uh, I'm sure I missed some stuff on the show. Go ahead and you know jump over to Locked On NHL. I'm sure they have a their whole show that they probably released the other day is probably going to be talking about this totally in depth. Of course, here on Locked On Lightning, we're discussing it from the Lightning side of things, uh, how it really impacted the Lightning. Yeah, and I think this is the best thing for the Lightning. Of course, I think that you're gonna, the team you saw back in March is going to be it's gone. It's gone. You're going to see. A team, 
I think this is going to be the first time you're going to see the real Lightning team that we all know and wish we saw during the regular season. This is going to be a fully healthy, fully ready, pumped up Lightning team that's ready to go and only has one mission, that's to win the cup. So that's been it for Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Decker. I'll talk to you on the next one.